Yeah, 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 yeah. This is going to be kind of a weird episode, and I'm going to tell you why. I uh, I took a pain pill today because I've been having back problems, which turned into a migraine because getting old. And so finally I was like, you know what? I got some pain pills from when I was in Mexico. And so I'm just really mellow today. So this is going to be a mellow episode, bro. I don't know how that's going to go because I feel like a lot of my persona derives from chaotic, fast-paced energy. And that might be lacking in this one. Or it might be hilarious because I'm going to be just really chill. Either way, listen, I have to do the I have to do the podcast. This is what you're getting. You're getting, it's not low energy, it's chill energy that you're getting today. So maybe this is more of a, like, the, let's just chill and uh, have some fun, guys. I don't know what's going to happen. Let's roll. Bing bong boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi. What's up? Hold on a second. Okay. I gotta fix my yeah, fix audio. It. Fix the audio. There we go. Ooh, that sounds nice. Oh, I love to hear you say that. What microphone is that? I can't see you, though. Oh, really? Oh, sorry. My shade was down. You have a shade? What, are you scared people are watching yeah. you? <laughs> Isn't that funny that, like, the self-indulgence that people have, they're like, they're hackers that are definitely, like, looking into, like, what I'm doing is a little self-absorbed, but, you know, maybe they you are. You think it's happening to you? No, but, like, I got a new camera, and it has the little flap, and, you know. So you're like, I might as well use it. Exactly. Like, why not, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I, Gary from Indiana, who's been checking in on me might be watching me edit audio and <laughs> Google stupid shit on IMDb. And I can't let him see that anymore. Gary, what sorry. What a tragedy. You know? Um, yeah, sure. But what microphone is that? It's just a little USB mic. Samson. I'm going to venture to say that that mic's better than the one that you got at home. Oh, well, I can start using this at home. It has a stand. I just didn't bring it. Yeah, I don't know. The compression yeah. on it's great. I love it. Oh, wow. Well, if if it's Wells approved, it must be great. I am a microphone dork. I will. Uh, we know. I will admit that. I was just telling the wire of tears before I called you. So I, I don't know if I told you. I don't Maybe I didn't. But like I've been having like back pain because your boy's old. <sighs> okay. And it started at the lower back and then it moved up to the middle back. And then I think it got into like the neck area. And then yesterday, I've gotten like three of them in my life. Have you ever had an ocular migraine? No. I'm assuming that means like behind your eyes. From what I have deduced from <laughs> WebMD, what happens to me is I'll have like a blind spot in my eye. Like I can't see some things. Okay, that's terrifying. Totally. When it first happened, I WebMD'd it and... They're like, yeah, this happens and it usually lasts for about like 30 to 60 minutes. Then it turns into a migraine, which is kind of what happens to me. Like I don't have a headache, but I'm noticing something's not right in my eye. And then after that kind of subsides, then I've got like this like neck migraine. But it's not really bad. It's not like the migraines that I hear about where people are like, I have to go sit in a dark room and like no loud noises or like light really affects. It's not like that. It's just kind of like a dull pain. 
And I was like trying to figure out what what it was. And I was like, you know, maybe something I ate, you know, like maybe I was, my blood sugar was low, yada, yada, yada. And then it all came together this morning where I was like, my back still hurts. And now it's moved like from my lower back up to my neck. And maybe that's what's happened. So then I went and did I ever tell you the story when I was in Mexico and I almost died in a wave and I got like my buddy Trevor like pulled me out of like the roaring surf and my neck was all fucked up. And then how great Mexico is. We had like a doctor come over and he's like gave me pain pills and like completely it's like, God, Mexico. Gotta love it. Was this during Paradise or No, this was we were out there for like Sarah's thirtieth. So this was oh. this was a while ago. I'm scared of pain pills and just like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a bath, which I'm not a bath guy. No. Not a bath guy, but I I can't sit in it very long, which is interesting because I love sitting in a sauna, but I can't mm-hmm. sit in a hot bath for a while. I get like restless or whatnot, but I put some bath salts in there. I took one of those pain pills and I'm just going to let you know right off the bat, this is going to be a very chill episode because your boy is feeling oh. mellow. You did this today? I did today. I'm just, I'm just. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm feeling a bit mellow, bro. Wow. Would you ever like get in the bath and turn on a show? I well, I turned on the book I'm listening to and that was kind of enjoyable. I still got like restless and like hot and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. You also feel, I feel very exposed in there, you know? (laughs) Vulnerable. Very vulnerable. (laughs) You know, my twig and berries are just out for the world to see. Gary from Indiana is probably did you put watching. Bubbles? No. <laughs> did you put bubbles? No, but I that that helps because then you're like under the cover of bubbles. Yeah, you know? yeah. I love yeah, I love the cover of bubbles. <laughs> but I didn't do that because I put in bath salts and wow, no one told me about bath salts. Like very, oh, yeah. very chilling effect in there. Lavender scents were happening. Ooh. Do you know what kind of bath salts you were using? It was a purple bag. I want to say Is it Dr. Teal's? Yep, that's what it is. Yep. Oh, it's my favorite bath salt. Yeah. Give me a ding. Gotcha. So D- Dr. Teal's, they make a lot of different bath products. Bath salts are like it. It's like the it product. But they also make this like foaming bath, bubble bath, I guess, makes the bubbles in the tub, right? And they have all these different ones. You can get like lavender for like sleepy time, right? And like eucalyptus and all these things. They make one that's called like vapor something. Yeah. That's it's the same stuff that's like in Vicks Vapor Rub, you know, that clears your sinuses and everything. Uh-huh. When you're sick, it is incredible to sit in the bath with that vapor stuff from Dr. Teal's. I'm telling you guys. Okay. Gotta get it. Gotta get it. All right. Not an ad. Not should it. be. Should be. Dr. Teal's, let's talk. Because you know they're banking. I mean, they're in Ulta, Walgreens, Walmart. They're everywhere. Yeah. They're in my bathroom. I didn't even, I never bought it. It's just, we have it. <laughs> so anyway, it's going to be a mellow episode. And so I don't know how people are going to are gonna react to it. Because, you know, I was talking about it before I called you. Like, I feel like a lot of what this show is, is like my chaotic energy. <laughs> yeah. And if I don't have it, like, what am I, you know? <laughs> Boring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this is an existential crisis that we're having right here. So I'm hoping that like as we get going, I'm going to kind of liven up. But Okay. Well, I hope so. Because I got to tell you, I've done nothing but horse show for a full six days. So <laughs> not a whole lot of content coming from me. Unless you want to hear about how Astra ran away yesterday, which was fun. Cool. 
you find her? I did, thanks to also not an ad, but that Fi GPS caller. Oh, yeah. I've got it on her. And, you know, I bought those to use at home, right? Because on the farm, that way, like little dog, the beagle, she loves to escape and mm-hmm. wander off for hours on end. So at least if she's on GPS, I can know that she's on property. So I usually only use them at home, but I was walking out the door and I was like, you know what? I'm going to grab this because you just never know when you're, when you need GPS on your dog, you know, especially Astra, because the thing about Azzy girl, she's passed out right now beside me. She is so smart. She, I swear she waits. Like if I'm watching her, like it's like, if I have one eye on Astra, you know, she's so good. She stays nearby. And if I, if she's around the corner and I call her, she comes right back because she knows I'm paying attention to her. But the, the second I get distracted doing something else, like I was cleaning my tack yesterday and I just started and kind of forgot that I'd taken her off leash in the barn aisle and the barns have these huge garage doors at the end. So it's like indoor, outdoor. I had just started doing something and two minutes go by, maybe two minutes. And I'm like, oh shit, Astra's off leash. Astra? And she's nowhere to be found. I call her name like 10 times. I'm like, gosh, dang it. And the property is huge. Like this place is massive. I would have had no clue where to even look for her if it wasn't for this five collar. Like, I don't know what I would have done. I would have for sure been in a panic. I would have definitely started crying. And I probably would have called 911 and demand that someone come help me find my dog. Because I was ser- seriously, I was so scared. There's like roads everywhere. There's cars everywhere. Like she get hit by a car here. Like it was crazy. But thanks to my trusty GPS, I pull her up. It shows me. It shows Astra. She's very far away. <laughs> she's, But thankfully, she's like not near people. Because one time at a horse show, she she wandered off and was down by the arenas where people are horse showing. And I'm like, oh, my God, how embarrassing would it be if she wandered into the ring while somebody was competing? Like that would just be so, so bad. I can't even tell you. Or like, God forbid, she starts chasing a horse in the ring. Like, oh, so many nightmare possibilities. But thankfully, she was like off in like in the pastures area so the horses were in turnout down there so less dangerous she was so far and she had chased this stupid dog that was also off leash and he must have just like ran by the barn and I, and like on my walk out I, I had to ask people I was like have you seen a husky and they're like yeah and I'm like I'm so embarrassed which way did she go and they're pointing at us like six people finally found her like a solid half mile away yeah but if I hadn't had the Fi, I wouldn't have even known where to look. I know. Well, they Apple has those now. They're, they're those little the like, Apple tags. Yeah, I don't like those things, and I knew by the price point that those weren't going to be worth shit because but, they're like thirty nine dollars, and I was like, this has there has to be a catch here. Like, there's no way Apple makes a forty dollar product that actually like works well or, or has its own cell you know cell reception. It doesn't like unless that Apple tag is near to your phone, it's not going to tell you where it is. It's going to tell you where it was last. It's mm. going to tell you where it was the last time it was near your phone. Got it. Well, but that's not helpful when your Husky's half a mile away. <laughs> not to freak everyone out, but I've been hearing there are stories of like, you know, people like tracking other people's cars by, you know, like. Well, attaching those things to them. And I read a story the other day where like, I think what happens is like, like, let's say I'm grocery shopping and have my purse like slung over my shoulder. Somebody could just slip one of those in there in my purse and then follow me home. Like know exactly where I'm going to kidnap me or rape me or do something else psychotic. Like it is kind of scary. Someone could put one of those on you. You wouldn't even know. Yeah. Gary from Indiana. That's what he's doing. He's that's what he's doing. He's he's kidnapping women and watching you edit your videos. Yes, exactly. He lives a very exciting life. Fucking guy. <laughs> Apple tags, not worth it. So Should we start this show? Yeah, okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you start, because I can't do anything, right? 
Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. So Sarah believes in Mercury and retrograde and all, you know, all this stuff. You know, Obvi. yeah. And if I'm being honest, I don't <laughs> believe that stuff. You know, like, oh my god, I know. How I, are you guys in a relationship? No, like, but I respect her, and like, it just seems so crazy. Like the, you know, like the orbits of the planets are affecting. It's a very idiocentric way of looking at the world. That like my life is being affected by like Mercury doing something, and it's like that's crazy to me. But then things happen where I'm like, fuck, she might be right. You know, like, what do I know? Like, what do I know? What do any of us know? You know, like uh-huh. that whole I don't know what I don't know thing. And so See, she told me that like Mercury is in retrograde. And I'm like, OK, whatever. You know, it's like she's like, be careful. You know, I'm like, OK, you know, I'm like, going to continue with my life. But like, whatever. So I had gotten her this tennis bracelet for Christmas. I went to the store and I was like, hey, listen, she's very little. If this is too big, can I come back and get it resized? And they were like, yes, totally. I was like, great. Give it to her on Christmas. She loves it. But she's like, this is way too big. Like it falls off my wrist. No worries. I'm going to take it back. They said they could fix it. I had taken it back and they were like, well, I don't know if we could fix it. And I was like, well, you guys kind of said that you could, but okay. And they're like, well, we're going to send it back to the manufacturer and see if they can do it. And then they called me and they were like, hey, listen, we can't do it. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go back in there and see if there's a different bracelet for me to get, or I'm just going to return it and go find something else. I drive out to the place that I'd gotten it and I go in there and I give them all the things, the receipt, the box, the little pink slip that they give me. Well, um, Adam, uh, we, (laughs) (laughs) Adam, we don't have you in the system. And I was like, okay. And then they're like, where's the bracelet? And I was like, I just got finished explaining to you that like you guys took it and sent it to some place and you have it. And they're like, well, where is it? And I said, I don't know. You got it, I think. <laughs> and they're like, well, we don't even have you in your system. There is no Adam Wells here. And I was like, well, oh, right off the bat, not my name. My first name is Wells. My last name is Adams. And they're like, oh, OK. Oh, you are in the system. But in the box, there's no bracelet. And I said, yeah, I know. I just explained to you that you have the bracelet. So then some other guy comes out and he goes, oh, 
we have the bracelet. I go, yeah, no, I know. I, I said that to you. And then he goes, what's the problem? And I said, what do you mean what's the problem? You told me that you sent it and you couldn't get it fixed. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it can't be fixed. I said, just know I know all this information. So then they're like, well, what do you want to do? And I said, well, uh, let's look around for other things like this, you know, in the price range. Okay, great. So they go and show me some of the bracelets and, you know, one's $12,000 more than what I <laughs> bought. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about this one. They're like, well, what do you want? I said, well, I want something similar. I want something that's a tennis bracelet with a bunch of diamonds around it, you know. They're like, okay, great. So they show me a couple of things and they're just like way out of the price range. And then the guy goes and he finds this gold bracelet. It's very pretty. And he goes, what about this one? It's around the same price. And I said, yeah, but there are no diamonds in it. And I kind of wanted a tennis bracelet. This seems more like a, just a bracelet bracelet. And he goes, yes, but it's the same price range. And I said, yes, I, I know that. But I want the diamond part of it. This is just a gold bracelet. And he goes, yes, but it's the same price. And I go, oh, my God. No, I, I want a diamond bracelet. Then there's like another woman helping me. And she goes, he wants diamonds. And I go, yeah, I want something similar. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, we can get this bracelet. Going back to the one that's like $10,000 more. And he's like, well, yeah. here's what we can do. And, I, and so then, and I told him that the, the, like how long it needed to be, to be the right size. And he goes, well, this is too big. And I go, yes, I know this is too big. This is the problem. And he goes, well, this is what we'll do. We'll take some off. And I said, okay, if you take some of these diamonds off, does it become cheaper and then closer to like the price range? Well, no, what we do is we'll take a couple of those diamonds, we'll make some earrings out of it and a necklace out of it. And so I was like, okay, this is still $10,000 more than I wanted to pay. I can't do this. <laughs> and he goes, well, what do you want to do? And I go, well, let's just return it and I'll just go to a different store and find something similar or whatever. And I understand that they totally want to like keep my sale and like keep the commission. Oh, yeah. And I, um, I'm fine with that. But I was like, listen, guys, we just... We couldn't find anything. So then the guy goes, yeah, but hold on. This golden bracelet is similar. And I was like, okay, I got to go, guys. Got to go. So then I'm walking out of that store. I'm like, man, like, that didn't work. So then I get to the Apple store. Now, Apple, love your shit. All right. Big Apple guy over here. I got the watch. I got the phone. I got the iPad. I got the computer. I got all the things. There's like two lines at the Apple store. A line for people that want to come in and buy something. And then there's a line for the pickup, right? Now, there is probably 15 customers in the store, and there's got to be 30 Apple employees in there, right? Wow. And there's a guy that's in the front with like a clipboard or whatever or an iPad, and and I go, hey, man, because <clears throat> I've, I've been wanting to get a new watch band. I go, hey, man, can I just go and browse? I don't even know if I want to buy anything. Can I just go and browse or do I got to sit in that line? He goes, no, 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 you can, go, you can go browse. Hold on, come with me. And I go, okay. And he takes me over to the line. And I go, wait, hold on. I just want to go browse. He goes, we, we, we got to check you in. So you got to be, and the line, of course, is like 30 people long. And I was like, no, 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 no. So I can't go browse. He goes, no, you can't go browse. I said, well, why did you just tell me I could go browse? If you said I go I, browse all the time in there. No, not over here. Man, they got fucking strict laws in Apple. They are running that thing like a, I don't know, like what? North Korea. So I just walk in and do my own thing. Oh, yeah. Not, not in LA, sister. So I was <laughs> like, why did you say I could go browse if I can't go browse? And he goes, well, you got to go sit in line. I go, that's not browsing. That's me waiting to get, oh, I got to get my own genius guys. want to look around, maybe, whatever. So, so I was like, I got to go. So I walk out of there and I'm like, oh, two for two. All right. And so. All right, Mercury. Yeah, so I was like, fuck, Mercury's happening, man. It's, it's retrograding all over my fucking face. So then I come home, right? And, uh. 
We get a bing bong. Dogs go crazy. I walk outside. The Turtleneck guy's here. Great. And he's like, hey, man, you know, it's like our near monthly thing. I go, great. Come on in. I'll open the gates for you. And I go, hey, just so you know, I've seen a bunch of Black Widows over by the the mailbox and by the gate for the cars to come in. Okay, that's terrifying. Yeah, so uh, exactly. So I was like, so maybe let's focus where I've seen the Black Widows. And he goes, oh, yeah, you know, um, I'm not allowed to spray over where the mailbox is because it's like the we don't want to like get the post office guys, the mailmen sick. So I'm like, yeah, okay. And, but I was like, but also by the gates, which are not by the mailboxes, I was like, I see them like on the sense, like by the sensors, they always build nests over by the sensors. So like maybe sprayed over there and he goes, Hey man, does it rain a lot? And they, and they get like wet in there. And I go, yeah. And he goes, that's, that's why like the spider, the spiders, you know, like they hide underneath the thing and then they have safety or whatnot. And he's like, and I, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't spray over there because the sensors whatever. And I was like, okay. So I, I, I don't know what to tell I'm, I'm just telling you where I've seen the thing that I think that you're here to kill. Uh, and I'm telling you where they are and you don't want to do that. So go spray where the spiders aren't fine. But I don't think that you're doing the thing that I think I need you to do. You know? <laughs> the thing you're paying for them yes, to do. Yes. So, so I was like, so let me get this straight. Like, so I'm telling you where the Black Widows are and you won't go spray there. I go, ah, yeah, listen, I can't because of the sensors. And all. I was like, oh, my God. So I was like, do, do what you got to do. Go in there. Go whatever. And then I walk in and Sarah's sitting there. And I uh, visibly like, what the fuck? You know? And she's like, what's going on? And I was like, Mercury's in fucking retrograde, sister. And she's <laughs> like, I told you. <laughs> like, I am a believer. You talked with your hands so much in the past 10 minutes, I can't even tell you. I know. Oh, God. Did we talk about this? Oh, no, you talked about how annoying Jesse, Jesse talks with his hands. And I was like, that's it's what so I It's so annoying. Yeah. It's still a problem. I know. There was a post about it where you, Chris Harrison's talking with his hands and Jesse's talking with his hands. And then I'm talking and my hands are down by my side. And they're like, well, we guess we know why Wells didn't get the job. Because he doesn't talk with his hands. Like, man, if only you knew. Sure do. Yeah. You know, maybe there is a planet that's orbiting um, this sun that is fucking with my shopping experience. And that's what Mercury Retrograde is. And that's what's happening. I could get down with it. I don't know. There is something to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things that just aren't working. You know? And I don't know why that is. Oh, yeah. It's Mercury. It's retrograding all over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you win your horse showings i did not i did this horse show last year and it was the first year it was open so it was still a lot of people but um nothing like this year there are 60 people in my classes that's so many damn normally there's more like 20 you know Mm -hmm. 60 you have to go so fast to get in the ribbons and my horse star girl She's like, um, it's like turning like a wide load truck, you mm. know? So she's just not the fastest. She's a very big step and she can eat up the ground, but the turns get us. And these people, I was watching some of them go earlier in the class today. They are whipping. Like they are, they give zero fucks if they slide, if they slip, they are in it to win it. And I don't know, it's very competitive, but I'm happy to be here. You know, we just moved Stargirl up to the meter 20 and 25 division. It's only our second show there. And she's been really, really good. 
a very grown up girl and um, I'm very happy with her, but haven't been in the ribbons yet, but that's okay. Cause we've had really great rounds. We're here for another week though. So this week, you know, I'm kind of thinking like, this is going to be like a practice, like just getting into our groove, you know, getting our feet wet in this, like in this big division. And then next week we're going to come to party. Hopefully. I was watching this thing on TikTok and listen. I think I got to get TikTok. You got to get TikTok. This is how to never be nervous. Okay. Okay. So they put people in control groups in um, like karaoke competition, a negotiation competition, a standardized test and a track meet. And there were only, uh, the only difference between the groups is one group was taught in a situation that made them nervous to simply say, as dumb as this sounds, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to run this race. I'm so excited to take this test. I'm so excited to get out there and sing. I'm so, even though they felt nervous, I'm so excited. And the people that were taught to say, I'm so excited, outperformed the people who had no tools. And the reason can be explained by chemistry and physiology and neurology. Isn't that crazy? I want to know more. I know. Well, that's all I got. There's things that make us all nervous. I always like the feeling of nerves, especially when it comes to like doing things live or on stage or whatever, or like even if I'm filming something, because that means it matters to me. Like if if it didn't matter to me, I wouldn't have any nerves because I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. For sure. You know, but when I do have nerves, it means I give a fuck and I want to do well because Mm -hmm. it means something to me. I think that we are we all have these stupid lizard brains where we can very easily trick ourselves and it's just an emo- nerves is just an emotion and if you can trick the emotion from basically being scared to being excited mm-hmm. obviously it affects how you perform and I'm going to start doing that a lot where like I, when I do feel nervous and be like I, I'm just excited you know like I'm even though I know that I'm not excited I'm fucking terrified but maybe it works, you know? I'm going to try it tomorrow. You should. I'm so fucking excited, you know? Yeah, for my big classic tomorrow. Do it. Tell me how it goes. Okay. I want it because I'm going to go play in this golf tournament next week. Yeah. And so this come out the day before we start playing. And I know I'm going to be nervous because I'm one, I'm, I'm going to, there's going to be a gallery there where I'm going to be like, I'm going to shank a ball and kill Gary from Indiana probably. <laughs> but I'm going to go there and be like, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited to do this. And Ben so Higgins is playing it with, with me. And so I sent that to him to be like, we got to rem- remind ourselves we're excited. This is exciting. And we'll see how it goes. So I'm going to come back with some information. You come back with some information. We'll see if it works. Okay. Love that. I do too. I'm all for that. Do you have some fave things, bro? Yeah. Wow. 40 minutes and no fave things. So good. <laughs> so good. Well, okay. So I know we're like, a week we're, we're this is gonna be a week behind right because we didn't hadn't seen bachelor yeah when we recorded last week and we haven't seen you know this coming weeks yet but we we have to talk about the psycho blondes that look identical yeah the ones that were talking to each other and i yeah. in my story i was like this is the same person yeah they're the same person and it's funny because you said was it cassidy was cassidy the one you said remind you of olivia yeah maybe so well the other girl really looks like olivia yeah 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 it like her like she has the same look, and she kind of acts the same too. Who do you think is the, the worst one? Do you think Cassidy's worse, or do you think what's the other girl's name? Shanae, Shanae, what she is that what she was calling herself? Shanae, I don't know. They're the same person. Okay, and okay, let me just tell. Let me just anybody out there that's trying to get on the Bachelor or Bachelorette, mm-hmm. anyone out there that's casting whatever and go, gets gets to be on this show. Let me tell you one thing: the minute you start talking in third person, oh, yeah. you're a psychopath. Done. Like 
don't start that shit. Mm -hmm. Quit, quit calling yourself by your own name. That's stupid. Don't talk in third person. You look and seem crazy. Yeah, for sure. Especially when you're talking about yourself and you call yourself Shanae. Is that not her name? It's Shanae. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then she's like, I was Shanae when I first got here, but now I'm Shanae and oh, I'm yeah. here to win. I know. I went and had dinner with a someone from the Bachelor world that's very high up in production. Okay. And so we were talking about it and I was just like, this is fun. Like Clayton seems boring as all fuck, but like everyone says that the greatest bachelor that we've ever had is Ben Higgins, who is boring as all fuck. So like, it's all about the girls and like, I'm excited. That's not a diss on him. That is. No, Ben's great. I know. And also like being boring means you're kind of normal, you know, like. You will totally. Yeah. And that's why you're boring is because everyone's like crazy, you know, like talk to their person, (laughs) Ben. And he won't do it because he's normal, you know. So, like, Clayton's boring, but, like, I think he's probably just very normal. Uh, yeah. But the girls seem a little unhinged, which I love. <laughs> and so I was talking to him about it, and he was like, man, I just got to tell you, the end of the show is amazing. You are going to love it. And, like, it's just going to keep on getting, ratcheting up, getting better and better and better. And I was like, hell yeah, I cannot wait. That's what we like to hear. Yes. And this is also something that would be very honest to be like, I don't know about this season. He would tell me that and that's not what he said. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Love that. We're still too early in for me to have like distinct lines in the sand about what I feel about these people. And that's true. And we're also so early in that storylines are going going towards people who are not going to be around very long because right. they are going to leave. We need to understand their character arc sooner. So Right. So that we can feel invested when they go to paradise. Yes, exactly. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. I just could not believe, like, I mean, I can because I just, everything on this show is believable at this point. But this freaking Cassidy girl who's a nut pretty much, like, amps this Shanae girl up, right? She's like, you on this date, like, and I don't know why, because she, Cassie wants to win so bad. I'm like, why are you helping Shanae out, you know, and telling her your quote unquote secrets that you think are working for you? If you, if you know, if you're so competitive, but whatever, she gets this Shanae girl all wound up, turns her into Shanae mm-hmm. and sends her out on this date and tells her like, make your mark, get your man, you know, um, be a pre like whatever, go get it and creates a monster Okay, then the monster comes back for the cocktail party where they're all together, and then she's sitting there, Shanae is sitting there, like, like telling all her shit, I don't know, like, complaining about something, because she, what'd she do, like, oh, she, like, lied about, she literally, literally just told a lie about the girl that was doing the best on the group date, whose name I can't remember, the blonde girl, who, honestly, like, I could, I don't really care too much about her anyway, but I did feel bad for her, because it was literally, like, this girl was just like, yeah, Elizabeth, or whatever her name is, is uh is two faced like just pulled it out of thin air complete bald faced lie like what and then comes back and tells the group this Cassie turns on her so fast she's yeah. like yeah nah dog like your side like you're not you're not right here like <laughs> I I can't back you up here and it's like what what you just created me you just told me to do all this and now you're gonna sit here in front of all these girls and literally drop me yeah but Shanae's not even bad Shanae Shanae's not even present enough to realize that the girl is doing this to her it is. Absolutely insane. God, the things that I would do different if I got to go back on that show, I would be the biggest pot stirrer in the world. And that's <laughs> why that's why I loved Evan so much. And I know a lot of people didn't like him and thought he was weird or whatever, but Evan was the best pot stirrer 
ever. I wish I had done that. Like looking back, like I wish I had been like trying to manipulate people into doing some weird shit just for my own entertainment. I kind of wish you could get a do-over because we did not get to see all of Wells' flying colors on that show. Absolutely did not. No. I would have played it very- Not even a handful of them. No. I played it very close to the best. I thought I was- Yes, you did. Listen, I think I did it right because everything worked out pretty well for me, but like, yeah, the world was was denied such gold. So much. So much gold. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyways, I am excited about this season. I think everyone that's like a little on the fence about it, I would say stick with it. I think this one's going to get really good. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Is that enough batch talk? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm caught up on 1883. Same. It's just so good. I uh, This episode was hard for me to watch, the River episode. Yeah. I just think so much about, you know, yeah, this is fiction, but like, God, this really happened. And to think about these people doing this is just so freaking crazy to me. And just, you know, to watch them crossing this river and like all the people that died, I'm sure horses died, which, you know, breaks my heart. And like, they just lost so much stuff and it's just so, so heartbreaking and so crazy to think about people actually doing this in the freaking 1800s. What annoyed me the most uh, about this episode was, so for people that, that aren't watching us, this is basically the game Oregon Trail, but on TV. And <laughs> so they have to cross a river. Two things. All these people from like Finland or Switzerland, wherever they're from, that they're taking mm-hmm. to Portland, um, can't swim because it's like- Which is crazy. Which is like illegal in their society to swim or whatever. If I were the people leading them before we left, first question would have been like, can we all swim? <laughs> and it, the second they said no, we'd be like, guess what we're going to go do? We're going to take swimming lessons real quick, you know, Mm -hmm. just real quick. We're going to learn how to dog paddle, you know, or maybe get some floaties, some sort of buoyant material just in case this happens. But the fact that we got to a river and then they were like, you guys can't swim. I mean, that's a little bit on on the leaders of just not knowing that, you know? Yeah. The other Mm -hmm. thing is Sam Elliott is like, you guys got to lose everything. You can't have all this stuff in in your wagons because it's going to sink to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And so you need to get rid of everything. You're telling me you guys have been traveling for like the past like three months and no one walked around was like, wow, you guys got a lot of pianos back there. Like you can't have that, you know? Like they should have had a meeting in the beginning, which I think they did, but like maybe they didn't understand like the gravity of it. Like, hey, that piano, before we start Mm -hmm. going, just sell it here. Just sell it here, get as much money as you can. So when you get to Portland, you can buy another one, you know? I know that's that was the saddest part was like that they could have sold it and at least gotten something for it yeah. in Fort Worth. I mean, I think the language barrier is probably a huge roadblock, yeah. right? Like with that kind of thing. But yeah, oh man, the show's so good. So good. I love how Tim McGraw was like, we're all going in the morning. And then he's like, fuck you guys. We're going in the middle of the night. Because <laughs> I thought he was just going to yeah. be like, peace out. We're leaving. Uh, you guys are all effed. And we're going to keep on going because uh, we've crossed the river. But he stuck around. So that's that's nice yeah. of him. Yeah, he did. I also love like the uh, the invention of pants happened in that oh, episode, yeah. which was great. I kept thinking, like, when is this girl going to get out of this dress? Yeah. We got to we got to get her in some riding clothes was just been my thought throughout the whole thing. She got a lot of gold. <laughs> what, what gold I know, on? and I feel like this is going to come back around to bite her in the ass. Yeah. She's told somebody she's got all this money on her wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's going to end badly. Yeah. Anyways, 1883, great show. 
great show. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of horses, uh, we watched a movie called The Last Duel. Have you seen that? Oh, no. So the cast is insane, by the Where way. Where do you watch this? It was on HBO Max, but it was okay. also in theaters. King Charles VI declares that knight Jean de Carreau settle his dispute with his squire by challenging him to a duel. So Ridley Scott directed this. Love. Starring, wait for it, Matt Damon. Love. Adam Driver. Love. Ben Affleck. Love. And Jodie Comer, who's in Killing Eve. Oh, I haven't seen that, actually. Oh, that's a great show. Yeah, I've heard that. I will say this. Like, as good of actors as Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and Adam Driver are, they're supposed to be French, and they have British accents, which is confusing. Not the greatest period piece actors. If we got a movie that's taking place in Southie, they're great. But maybe the medieval world of France, not their thing. All to be said, the story is really, really compelling. So it all kind of predicates around these two squires, Adam Driver and Matt Damon, who basically fight for the king. They become friends, but Matt Damon is like not easy to get along with. And Adam Driver is really good friends with, I think he's the Count, which is Ben Affleck's character. And so Matt Damon's kind of all the things that happen for Matt Damon are bad and all the bad things that's happening to Matt are good things that are happening for Adam Driver's character. Matt Damon's character starts to kind of hate Adam Driver's character. Matt Damon gets married to this beautiful woman whose family is like not in great standing with the king or whatnot. And that's Jodie Comer. And then it all kind of predicates around Jodie Comer's character accusing Adam Driver of raping her to her husband, Matt Damon. So you see Matt Damon's side of the story and it goes through the entire thing which ends in like them dueling, but you don't see how it ends. And then goes to Adam Driver's perception of the story, which is much different than Matt Damon's perspective. And then it goes into Jodie Comer's perspective of it. So you get the three perspectives of this one transgression, which is her getting raped. And then the duel happens at the end, which is very, very interesting to see the little micro nuances of how people were perceiving the things that were happening. And then it also goes back to that thing that everyone talks about. The truth is there's one person's truth. There's another person's truth. And then there's the actual truth, which totally. is, which so like the concept of the movie is phenomenal. I would say the execution of it isn't like super great, but the story is compelling enough, giving it a ding. It's also, if you have HBO Max, go ahead and watch it. But my big takeaway was it looks like it fucking sucked to live in the Middle middle Ages, dude. Sucks so hard. And here's my thing. This is what I was bringing up to, to Sarah. And I know that because I'm on painkillers right now, like I'm kind of all over the oh, place. Boy. But I was thinking about this last night. I was like, so they're in France and it's like the duel happens like on this like snowy day, right? And everyone looks so fucking cold. And they're in this metal armor, which I'm sure is fucking freezing and also so heavy and chain link. And I'm like, first of all, these guys, there's no way that these guys can wield swords and stuff with all this stuff on them. I bet you watching fights with everyone in like armor was hilarious because everyone's moving at like a snail's pace. It's sort of pick shit up and like move shit around, stab and everything. But it seems so miserable to live at that time 
in a place that was like snowing. And then I went to it. I was like, why did the settlers of America decide to build New York City in New York? I love New York, but New York's fucking cold a lot of the time, you know? Like, that seems like it yeah. sucked. Like, why is it like our biggest city in Cuba, you know? Like, where it's like always beautiful and nice all the time. I don't understand. You guys were, you guys got, got all the way over here. I know you knew that those islands existed, you know? Why are you building way up there when you could build down there? Doesn't make any sense to me. Very true. If I went all the way over across the sea and I was like, it's fucking cold six months out of a year here. No, thank you. But I know <laughs> that Florida exists. Let's go to Florida. It's always nice uh -huh. down there. Anyways, I know it's like kind of kind of a sidebar, but that's my thought. Sidebar. It's a you good know? thought. Yeah. Like, and I get why people didn't go to California because like. So far. So far. And like, you know, you're protected by South America to travel all the way down there or like get in a wagon train, you know learn how to swim. But like New York, man, it's cold up there. It's a mm -hmm. cold. And that's so why I brought this up to Sarah and she was like, well, I was like, why wouldn't you go to Florida? And she was like, well, alligators. And I was like, yeah, I guess. She's like, yeah, the place. Hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just alligators. It's protected by dinosaurs. And I was like, yeah, I guess. But like, anyways, I'm sure there's like some actual like civil engineering reason as to why they did that. I'm sure like Florida was like a lot more swamps then. I don't know. Maybe not a deep harbor. I get it, but still, you know there's warm places down there, guys. What's going on? Priorities. Yes. But yeah, I, I really liked The Last Duel. We started watching Hawkeye, which I thought was like kind of like a Christmas show. So it's part of the MCU. Do you know this show? Mm-mm. It's Jeremy Renner's character from Marvel Cinematic Universe, but now this uh, is a show uh -oh. on Disney+. Plus. Haley Steinfeld is now a part of this world where she's like an archer and kind of like teaming up with Jeremy Renner. And it happens during Christmas time. And so that's why there's like a lot of Christmas theme. That's And it came out, I think, right before that. So that makes sense why I was like, oh, this is like a Christmas movie. But it's really, or a Christmas show, but it's like really not. It's just another MCU thing that just so happened to ha happen during the Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Anyways, really, really good. I wouldn't say it's as good as like Loki, but it's fantastic. And Disney's doing such a smart thing because they are getting to make all of these different shows that's all predicated around the same thing. I know. And they're just raking in all this money. But like Florence Pugh's in this and she's great from like her other movie that she did or she did with Scarlett Johansson. Mm -hmm. And they're just like bringing everyone together. And so I'm bummed because... We haven't gone to the movies because Omicron, we're scared to kind yeah. of go outside and everything. But I haven't gotten to go see Spider-Man, and I want to go see Spider-Man. And I know what Spider-Man's doing. I well, I don't know, and this might be a spoiler, but I know they're bringing in all the other Spider-Men to create the Spider-Verse. Oh. And so you're now, not only are they, like, using all of the different characters for, like, their own things— but they've now figured out a way to bring in characters from, like, past movies just being like, well, it's a different universe, which is genius and so fun. And I just feel like Disney is just making so much money. They've always been making so much money. I know. They're smart over there. The Imagineers. No. So Hawkeye's great. Go check okay. that out. Uh, the other one is Only Murders in the Building. Have you watched that? No, but I've come across that. What's that on? It's on Hulu. It's a fun whodunit. Again, the cast is so good that it can't be bad. It's Steve Martin, 
Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. You know, oh, like, wow. so you got like those two old fucking hilarious comedic actors. And then you have Selena Gomez, who is a very talented, but young comedic actress, bringing together kind of both of those worlds, all in the like whodunit murder mystery vibe. And so if you're into that, if you're like, uh, you know, glass of wine, true crime, in bed by nine person, only murders in the building is great. Okay. Sarah watched Encanto. I didn't watch it, but uh, it's like the newest Pixar, Disney thing, and she absolutely loved it. So, really? Yes. I didn't watch it just because I was like doing something else. Given you know little... what I'm excited for? I think it's coming out soon. Huh? Season two of Bridgerton. Oh, yeah. And also Ozark. Isn't it coming back this month? I hope so. I think it is. I think like maybe next week. Let's look it up. We need some more Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. January 21st. Hell yeah. Hell to the yeah, dude. I talked about it last week, the book that I read by Hank Green, which is called An Absolutely Remarkable Thing, which I loved so much. And then I found out, because I was talking about it, and people started messaging me being like, you know that Hank Green's brother is John Green, who mm. wrote The Fault in Our Stars and yeah. Paper Towns and yep. Turtles All the Way Down. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, these these brothers are, are geniuses. So I started Talented. So I started reading the second book in this Hank Green story or a series called A Beautifully Foolish Endeavor. Mm-hmm. So good. It is wow. so good. It needs to be a show so badly. It's not... Catcher in the Rye or Dostoevsky, like, it's not, like, going to change your world. And I'm sure there's a lot of, like, typical novellic tropes in it. But the story is so fun and fast-paced and entertaining that, like, I don't care and I love it and I can't wait for it to be a show. So, anyways, if you haven't read An Absolutely Remarkable Thing, go read it and then get into A Beautifully Foolish Endeavor. I'm only, like, halfway through this second book, but... I just love the whole thing. It's so good. You're cruising through them, though. I am. And that is a good example of when I like something, I just fly through that shit. Yeah. You were on like a design show with your mom. Mm -hmm. Were you guys like remodeling things or was it just like interior design stuff? No, it was both. Yeah. Okay. We had a whole construction crew. You did? Oh, yeah. Been watching a lot of Fixer Upper and... Chip and Joanna Gaines, they've now changed. They've the, the, Now the network's called the Magnolia Network. I don't even know what's going on, but those- It's crazy. They are taking over the world. But I've been watching yeah. a lot of that show, okay? Here's my question. For all those fixer-upper shows, and for you, why the fuck don't you guys know where load-bearing walls are? Every episode, they're like, oh, we can't do it. This is a load-bearing wall. How do you not know that? I assume that the plans are on the internet that you could look to see where the load-bearing walls are. It's always like, oh, no, now what we have to do, we have to get a new beam. This is going to cost another $5,000. Why doesn't anyone know where the load-bearing walls are? Need to know. Because if we knew where they all were, there would be no story arc, no conflict, no drama, <laughs> and no show, Wells. You of all people should know this. <laughs> that, was the, that was the correct answer. Yeah, you I are, know. You are right. But I swear to God, every every episode. Oh, we can't You're like, do it. Can we come up with some new drama here? <laughs> yeah. Like the load bearing wall drama is it's run its course. Every time, I'm sure the producers are like, "All right, in uh, episode three, <laughs> act four, we got to do the load bearing wall problem. We got to do Donna. it again." 
And everybody that's actually like working on the house is like, no, oh, do we have to? Yeah. And they always do have, this reno. They always have to call the person. Hey, so uh, we're terrible at our jobs and we don't know where load bearing walls are, but this is going to cost you an extra 5K. And you're like, fuck, why didn't you guys and know you that? You be like, oh, what? No. no, we don't have an extra 5K. This is going to really put a wrench in our plans. Yeah. Oh, the stress. Oh, guess we can't do the shiplap on the wall. No subway tiles because we've got the load bearing wall, guys. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, television. Oh, television, how great you are. You have a long drive. You're down in Florida, right? Yeah. On my drive here, I was like, I wish I could watch TV yeah. <laughs> while I'm driving. Oh, I know. Um, and what's funny is I actually was just talking to somebody last week about road trips, and they were like, yeah, I watch Netflix on road trips. So yeah. I'm like, while you're driving? And they were like, yeah. I was like, what? That sounds so dangerous. Yeah, maybe don't do that. And I just like, I was like, I just feel like, there's no way I could like pay attention to a screen. It for me, it would be like listening. I would just be listening. So at that point, it's like, what's the point of having the screen? And why not just like audio it? You know. Well, that was gonna be my suggestion. Like you're on these long road trips. Why aren't you listening to books on tape? I just can't do. I it's like I told you. It's like one in one year out the other. Like I would listen to it and not even hear it. I just can't do that. I'm I could just I'm the music gal. Yeah. When I'm honestly. Honestly, you're gonna love this. I got so desperate on like hour eight and a half of my ten hour road trip that I I listened to the first half of our podcast from last week. What were your thoughts? I mean, I wouldn't listen to us every week, <laughs> oh, God. but I'm glad other people do. Got to cut that. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, actually, I I actually was like, you know what, Wells and I are kind of funny. Yeah, we got a good thing going, but I could still only make it through half. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> Where are you in Florida? Ocala. How close is that to Orlando? I'm not sure. Maybe like two and a half hours-ish. All right. All all I'm saying is you're going to be down there when Ben and I are playing this golf tournament. You can come hang out with us. When's your golf tournament? It starts on Thursday and goes through Sunday. Oh, well, that's exactly when my horse show classes go. I know, but what's more important? Seeing Ben and I? My horse show that I'm paying out my ass to do. I guess. (laughs) It's a bummer you're not like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because those are my like chill days. Well, we are going to be there then. We're just playing like oh, practice are. rounds and stuff. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll come down and say what's up on like Tuesday. Yeah. And for everyone else out there, if you live in the Orlando area, come hang out because I know that I assume they're going to put Ben and I together in the first couple like days because why not consolidate like fan fan groups of people, you know? Oh, it's only an hour and a half. See, come on, come hang. And then there's I'm all, coming down. There's a concert with like the Goo Goo Dolls and like Sarah Evans <gasps> and stuff. I love the Goo Goo Dolls. Who does it? How great. old is John Resnick these days? I He's got to be up there, dude. Best. Loved him. But yeah, if you're in the Orlando area, we are playing at Lake Nona. I believe you can get tickets uh, Thursday through Sunday, and it's the uh, Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions. If you want to look it up. And it's gonna be fun. Okay. Wow. There's gonna be a a bunch of other like celebrities there as well. Not to say that Ben and I are that, but uh, you can come hang out. It'd be great. Yeah. How cute. Yeah. So cute. You want to do some uh, fuck you very muches? Is Jess coming too or just Ben? I think, I think Jess is coming. And and, uh, Ben's dad is his caddy. My brother's my caddy. Because they live in Florida now. I mean, they're all the way down in Sanibel. Yeah. 
Florida geography just really, I, I'm just not familiar. I know. And just think if the settlers had just had Florida be <laughs> the capital, it would be great. <laughs> you want to do some fuck you very muches? Yeah, let's do a couple. This is from Mandino1234. Subject line, funny stuff. Five stars, thanks. Love the banter and exotic grandpa is my favorite. Always makes me laugh. Don't stop erotic grandpa. Okay, I have to tell you, Tish, my mother, saw our um, Photoshop from last week yeah. on the way up to Instagram, and she was like, what the fuck is erotic grandpa? <laughs> and I told her what it is, and she was like, ew, that sounds awful. And I was like, I know, and that's why he's in the casket. This one is pretty interesting. This is from Carissa, subject line, I feel tricked, five stars, thank you. For two weeks, you teased this story about Brandy and what I'm only assuming is a douche of a dude, and then you're trying to act like we don't remember. We remember, and it's rude. Do you think that we're dumb? We're better than that. Give us the goods. Okay, I'm, I'm finally in a place where I can give you guys the cliff notes on this. Okay. I'm not going to like deep dive into the story because I, I, I just can't even like go back into it. But basically, here's what happened. Met a guy on a dating app. Yep. Red flag number one. Mm-hmm. Talked to him for like a month or two. I don't know. Not even two months. Probably like a month. And then um, went out with him a couple times in Nashville. Went to dinner. Had a great time. You know, seemed like a great guy. And then we kept talking via FaceTime for a couple months. And things are going great. And then I go visit him. And, you know, after talking to somebody for like four months, you're like, I I know this person. Like we talk every day. We talk for hours. Like we've just talked about so many things. Like this isn't going to be weird at all. It's going to be great because like we just know each other so well. We get along so well. We have such a good connection. Okay. Get there and start catching him in all these lies. Mm. Like the, the dumbest lies that like if he had just told the truth, I wouldn't have cared about at all. And it kind of seemed like the lies maybe started with him just trying to impress me, which I think is adorable because I, I definitely want somebody to feel like they need to impress me because I'm a queen, obvi. Mm-hmm. But like obviously this just went like way too far with that and I would confront him about the lies and he would just lie straight to my freaking face. And Double that down. is where I draw the line. It's like, you know what? If you lie, whatever. But when you get caught, you have to come clean. Mm-hmm. Like if someone can look you in the eye and just lie to your face, that is the biggest red flag that could ever exist. Even if it's about something stupid. I don't care if you're lying about the fact that you ate a red apple instead of a green apple. Don't lie to my face about it. Fair enough. Because if you're going to lie about what color the apple was, what are you going to lie about down the road? Yeah. You know? It's true. It's a slippery so, slope. Slippery slope. So I was just very disappointed very devastated because I actually really liked the guy and thought it was going way well and thought it could be something great. But you know what? I ain't got time for liars. So moved on. Do you want to talk about like the amount of travel you did for this? No, no, I don't. Okay. don't want to talk about that. All right. Well, <laughs> we're just not going into specifics. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll t- for the wife tears. I've heard the story. Brandy did a lot of traveling for this guy only to find out that there was a lot of red flags and then had to do some crazy traveling away from yeah. him. But look at who you're talking to. This You're talking to the person whose previous relationship was long distance yeah. with someone in South Africa. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I've I've clearly made these mistakes before. I don't know. I, I guess I don't learn my lesson. I don't know. Yeah. Well, everything's a learning opportunity, you know? I know. I know. I guess for me, like, I just really, I, lo- I love to travel. I do. 
I definitely don't want somebody that lives like in Nashville. Ew, then I have to see you every day. No, no mm-hmm. thanks. I like my space. But also like I just want everyone to be that person that's like that would be like, oh, well, distance is like a deal breaker because that's stupid. It's so easy to hop on a plane. So easy to get in the car, like whatever. Yeah, man. So anyway, that's the cliff notes. Yeah. All right. I think that's fair enough. I, I heard the entire story for the wife. I heard the entire story and it's ridiculous and dumb. And I think what I took away from it is Brandy's right. Especially in the beginning of a relationship, if you're lying about a bunch of shit, what are you doing? That's not, that's not, that's not the way to start a relationship. Do better. Do better. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, cause like honesty is, is like pretty key like that. I mean, God, if you don't have that, if you don't have like trust and honesty with somebody like you're screwed. Yeah. Exactly. You know? I gotta say like the fuck you very much segment is just a thank you very much segment now. And I, I do like the constructive criticism cause it's funnier for us. So I like both. I do too. But anyways, keep them coming. Go write a review on Apple podcast. Just give us five stars, and then you can say whatever the fuck you want, and then we'll talk about you. Thank you very much. All right, do you have anything else? That's all I got, bro. All right, well, let's um, let's just go out on on some goo goo. Love it. Which you know? song are you choosing? I got Iris. You know? Oh, the classic. Yeah. Gotta go with the classics. Classic. But Black Balloon, man, great. Oh, song. that whole album was really name good. slide sympathy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right though. If you want to come hang out with uh, Ben and I, we're going to be at the Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions in Lake Nona, Orlando, Thursday through Sunday, playing some golf, drinking some beers, having some fun, or you can go watch Brandy in a different place in Florida, (laughs) ride horses around. Is there like a crowd that comes? There is. uh, My classes go during the day, so there's not as much of a crowd as the night classes, but there are seats. Like, anybody can come and watch, so... Is it free? um, I think so. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's free. And it's actually cool here. There's restaurants on site, there's Starbucks, there's shopping. Like, it's pretty great here. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you guys. Sorry that I was kind of mellow today. I feel like I came out of it, though. You did. Yeah. All right. Well... Drugged Wells is still a great Wells. Drugged Wells still gets the job done. Yeah. And hey, remember, if you're nervous about something, no, you're not. You're just excited. You're excited. You're excited. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. All the moment, the truth in your lies. When everything feels like the movies. Yeah, you please. Just know you're alive. Don't Damn, want the world to see me. Cause I don't think that they'd understand When everything's meant to be broken I just want you to know who I am I am so glad you didn't start a band in the butt rock area Mm. (laughs) Not too late This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation